We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We would be honored if you would join us. The following comes from The Making of Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Chapter 5, Second Draft Summary and Third Draft Summary. Now on the production of many Hollywood films, especially big blockbusters like Star Wars, there is a crazy amount of security to try and keep out leaks. More so today than in the 80s, of course. But during Return of the Jedi, George Lucas still had set up a lot of precautions, including putting in fake scenes into the final screenplay. Only he and a few key personnel would know the true ones. The main cast didn't even know which did cause some tension on set. I'm gonna read for you the fake throne room scene, but also give you Mark Hamill's and Carrie Fisher's perspective of doing the scene where Luke reveals to Leia that she is his sister. Carrie Fisher didn't know this, and even though this scene happens late in the film, it's actually shot early in the production, so Mark didn't know either. For secrecy's sake, the distributed version of the third draft omitted all mention of Leia as Luke's sister and the death of Vader. Now it definitely did contain fake scenes, such as Luke killing the Emperor, written to avoid any genuine leaks. Now only key department heads or executives were allowed to read it, and only three people had scripts with the secret blue plot reveal pages. George Lucas, Kazanjian, who was the producer, and Markand, the director. Actors would receive those pages as needed and only just before filming. In the interim, they were given only scripts that had key scenes rewritten to disguise the twists. Mark Hamill said, as soon as I was given the script, I was told which scenes were false. They were only willing to tell me that in person rather than over the phone or in a letter. I felt like Boris Badenov in Rocky and Bullwinkle, but it was all part of the fun. It set me thinking about what the real scenes could be. I had to go into one of the little offices where they were casting at the time to read the script. Tippett, a creature designer who would win an Oscar for his work on the film, would say, you were locked in a room and had two hours, but I'm a really slow reader because I have to visualize everything. So I was really nervous trying to read the stuff and have it make sense. But Harrison Ford was in the next room. They were talking to him. The walls were thin and the sound was muffled. There was tension going on and it was actually far more interesting than the script, so I don't think I got to the end of it before they kicked me out. It wasn't until Harrison came to London that George and I showed him the script, Marcan says. Harrison said, Well, I understand. You know, you love Luke. That's okay. Also, there weren't any little Ewoks in the village. The first blue pages of the script, in which Luke tells Leia of their mutual parenthood, was a very emotionally complex scene. The days when we would shoot the secret scenes, they would ask the crew not to listen, says Fisher. We learned to get the secrets and learn them fast. You had to because you wouldn't get the script pages for those scenes until the last minute. And whereas I might want to work on them, you can't. There was no time. They would give me pages and have me memorize them and then shred them. I'd have laughed on camera if Mark had told me for the first time on camera, Fisher says. It would have been like, Carrie, your dad isn't Eddie Fisher. Hitler is. Hamill laughs. It was like being in the Nixon administration. One time, my three-year-old son was on set and he's saying, Daddy, you go with Darth Vader. He said all this stuff. So the producer says, 
This kid's a security risk. I said, George, how about if I do the dialogue, but I won't listen to it? He said, okay, do that. Somewhat sarcastically, of course. And here is the fake throne room scene. Now just keep in mind, this is something that was at least written as a fake fan fiction. But I guess probably the most official fan fiction that we'll ever get. In the throne room, a fake scene has been written. It is now Luke who kills the Emperor. After defeating his father and being zapped with force lightning, Luke's body stops moving. It appears lifeless. At this instant, Luke springs to life and grabs the Emperor from behind, fighting for control of the robed figure despite the young Jedi's weakened body. The Emperor struggles in his embrace. His bolt shooting hands now lifted high, away from Luke. Now the white lightning arcs back to strike at Vader. Luke stumbles with his load as the sparks rain off his father's helmet and flow down over his black cape. Luke holds this evil despo high over his head and walks over to the edge of the abyss at the central core of the throne room. With one final burst of his awesome strength, Luke Skywalker hurls the Emperor's body into the bottomless shaft. The Emperor's body spins helplessly into the void, arcing as it bounces against the side of the abyss. Finally, when the body is far down the shaft, it explodes, creating a rush of air through the room. Vader's cape is whipped by the wind as he staggers and collapses toward the bottomless hole. Luke crawls to his father's side and pulls him away from the edge of the abyss to safety. Both the young Jedi and the giant warrior are too weak to move. Meanwhile, Vader's superstar destroyer crashes into the Death Star and explodes. In the main docking bay, Luke and Vader struggle to escape, slowly. Hesitantly, Luke removes the mask from his father's face. There beneath the scars is a horrible mutant, hardly recognizable as human. Luke is repulsed. He throws the mask down in disgust. It's too late, Luke. It's too late. He dies. And well, that's the most- We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Just official fan fiction alternative to Return of the Jedi if Luke had killed the Emperor that we'll probably ever get. Now, I thought that it said earlier that these fake scenes didn't mention Vader's death, but clearly this one did. So, what do you guys think? Would you like it if Luke was the one who had killed the Emperor? For me, definitely not. The way it ended is the best way it could have been. For me, at least. Now, if Luke did kill the Emperor, would this have made him the Chosen One? And what about Anakin's face being completely monstrous? Do you prefer that to the kindly old man that we got? Originally, with eyebrows. What about the behind-the-scenes stuff with Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher? We also got a pit of 40-year-old gossip, with Harrison Ford being upset. At least we know that he wanted Han Solo to die and felt his role was not utilized much in Episode 7. I'm not sure I wanted Han Solo to die at all, but I do agree that after his rescue from Jabba, the character doesn't have much to do anyways. Regardless, let me know what you guys think. As always, have a great rest of your day or night, whenever it is that you're watching this throughout the galaxy. Until the next episode, remember, the Force will be with you, always.